0: Welcome to Journey Into the Voidlands.
1: Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Journey Into the Voidlands. Once again, as we mentioned at the end of the last episode, we did have to chop this into two, so if you don't exactly know what's going on, then head over to the first episode and uh, catch up. There are also in this episode several references to our Discord server chat. Uh, We do post memes and funny things while we're recording uh, among the players, so if you join there, you'll be able to check out what those are while we are doing the episodes themselves. And last but not least, if you'd like to join, please visit our Patreon page and join in at least the player tier to get in on some of these games. Thank you very much, and on with the show.
0: You guys uh, run out the um, north, or not run necessarily, but you guys make your way out towards the north gate. At this point, it would be you know mid afternoon, so let's go two thirty, three o'clock ish. So the sun would be you know not quite directly overhead. Um, but it would still be a pretty sweltering day out. You make your way out of the North Gate, and in front of you lies rolling fields of just every kind of agricultural good you can imagine. Having access to druidic magic makes, you know, climates not exactly as important as it is everywhere else. So you see great fields of wheat, you see Um, orchards, you see all sorts of stuff off into the distance. Not nearly as big as commercial farming now, but still pretty significant plots of land. Um, Would you immediately call out the druid's name, or would you, you know, look around? What what all would you do upon exiting the gate?
2: I mean, yeah, I would kind of just look towards the forest line and try and see if I can spot anything obvious.
3: I'm visibly annoyed by all this green stuff.
0: Yeah. <laughs> go ahead and everybody that's looking for the wolf, roll me a perception check.
4: Would I be able to make a perception check to try and see hidden druidic messages? Ooh, go for it. Yeah, not too good. <laughs> I'll use my little inspiration. That's way
0: better, a natural 20. Oh, hot damn. Okay. Yep. Uh, anybody else that rolled higher than a 15?
3: miraculous 21 nice Dave what did you get
5: David got a two
0: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) okay so then um, Braden with your extremely or Jacob with your extremely tuned druidic reading eyes um, you are able to notice that there is some druidic script kind of scratched into the dirt that says, you know, that that basically lists out the patrol route. Um, so that if anybody needed to find, um, the druid, they would be able to look around and and, kind of tell where the patrol schedule is. So you would be able to tell that they would be just coming across the wheat fields here in the next probably 30 minutes or so. Um, so if you waited here, you would be able to see the druid, you know, immediately in the next 30 minutes. Um, Mako with your 20 plus roll whatever it was um, you are very easily able to see kind of the shifting wheat as something you know not as tall as the wheat is ripping towards you guys that um, a pretty decent clip will probably be here in the next 20 to 30 minutes uh, judging by the pace truly in the wheat Jacobup. would you mention what you saw to anybody or would you give that to yourself yeah, he'd say, um,
4: <clears throat> "How the hell, what the hell is this voice again? This is my one word I use to get into character. Mom, uh, there we go. <laughs> uh, he says, um, <laughs> there is a druid in the wheat,
0: wait here. Would you guys chat or just kind of observe your surroundings or what all would you do in the 20 to 30 minute wait?
6: You know, this would be a great time for a game.
0: Oh, God. Oh, no.
6: <laughs> and I take out my set of dice and shake them in my hand. Uh, anybody up for a quick game?
0: Yahtzee! <laughs> Sorry. Sure, Mom.
6: <laughs> Pop, do you even have any money on you?
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, you mean you're not one of those moms that just lets their kids win <laughs> just because?
3: <laughs> I'll call uh, I'll Three gold coins onto the ground. I'm in.
6: Ooh, my (laughs) kind of (laughs) man.
3: So what's your game, little girl?
6: Hmm. Well, today I'm feeling the dice.
3: Okay. How would you guys like to
0: do this game? I, I trust you both, uh, even though Vicky <laughs> just joined today, Zero. Um, I, I trust you both to roll, honestly, if you want to just do a straight rollout. Otherwise, I can roll for each of you here and tell you the results. Which would you guys prefer?
6: Uh, my character has weighted dice. <laughs> okay.
0: Okay. So, how we will do this is. You, Mako, can make a perception check against her deception check to spot the weighted dice on the roll. If you don't catch her doing it, Hope, you get to re-roll one of your dice and take the higher result. And it'll be the bet it'll be three dice that you roll, and whoever has the highest total
3: will win. Okay. I'm not saying I'm at a disadvantage. But my perception's not that great.
6: Um, I would also like to... I want to try using my ability called Play the Player. After one minute of observation out of combat, I have advantage on intelligence, wisdom, and charisma. So, since I've been with him all day, can I use that as well?
3: Calm down now. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I'll go ahead and let you because you would have had a full minute to observe him you know, the way he was acting at the board and and you know, dealing with people you would get a, a pretty decent sense of him <laughs> Since
4: uh, mum is doing this, I'm thinking this is one of our regular schemes, so I'm gonna try and sneak up behind the giant shark man and try to rummage through his pockets for you know, shiny rocks, cool looking <laughs> twigs Oh,
3: uh, God.
0: Things
4: what like that. What the
3: fuck is happening? I thought we were playing <laughs> dice.
0: <laughs> okay. All right, you so... Take it, <laughs> are you going to try and take anything, or are you just looking through stuff? Oh, I'll just look first. Okay, so what we'll do... Um, all right. You will be able to have advantage on one... You have an anchor. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, oh, so, hell yeah. Sorry, Maka, I can't carry. <laughs> I will give you advantage on either spotting the cheating or spotting the pickpocketing. <laughs> One of the two, because I think you would be extremely uncomfortable at the fact that you're playing dice against somebody in front of you and Jekapup is sneaking up behind you, <laughs> so I will give you advantage to spot one of the two. Would you be more concerned about the game in front of you or Jekapup behind you? Uh, I, I would say the game, honestly. So uh, okay. So so roll uh, advantage against a uh, advantage perception against Hope's advantage deception for the cheating. So both of you roll. Tell me your results.
6: That's a thirteen.
3: Oh okay. no! Yeah. Okay. Uh, I really just want to screen cap this. Like, I'm just using D and D's dice roller online. But, like, I got a natural 18 plus oh. two. <laughs> so 20. Okay. So
0: okay. So as she was rolling the dice and you know uh, flipping them in her hand into, do you have a dice cup or, or how are you rolling the dice? Online. Well, not not you, Uh, uh, your character Hope. How would your character be tossing the weighted dice around or rolling them or whatever?
6: Also online. Um, (laughs) no.
0: Yeah, you pull out your your smartphone in the middle of this world and start...
6: (laughs) No, it'd just be my hands.
0: Okay, so as she's flipping them from hand to hand, you're looking and you notice that at least one of the die always seems to be a six. No matter how many times she tosses it in her hand back and forth, one of them always comes up a six. So, and, uh, and then go ahead and uh, roll just straight um, perception against Jekupup. Jekupup, either roll um, sleight of hand or stealth, whichever way you're going first. I'll go a sleight of hand Okay. for a 17. All right, we got a natural
4: one.
3: The fire's <laughs> out, people. Hey, 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 hey.
0: <laughs> okay, so um, to save time, I'm not going to have you list everything in your inventory, but you see everything in his inventory, including the his name written on the band of his underwear. I mean, like, oh, the, wow. you, you know <laughs> yeah. everything that he has got on him. Under- <laughs> <Okay>. Underwear? <laughs> 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 oh, God, what am I putting my hands into? <laughs> <laughs> well, being as you're, like, four foot something, it, it takes a bit to get to all the pouches and stuff. Uh,
4: Jack-a-pup, knowing that he can get like a s- piece of bread or meat with like a copper coin. Can I take a copper coin and feel very appe uh, pleased with myself? I only carry gold, my man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, damn. Hmm. Take one. Would Jacob
0: up grab a gold coin? Uh, nah, he's big and scary. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you, you pull out the gold coin, look at it, tip your head back, keep tipping your head back, keep tipping your head back until you see his head, <laughs> and then you gingerly put it back in the pouch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so okay. you don't okay. notice that Everyone at all.
2: Everyone else here can see this. I'm going to give tiny wizard like a, a old, old kick, old kick in well, the punch.
0: Well, would, would you guys be watching Jackup, or would you be watching the game, the dice game?
2: I mean, I don't know, but I'm assuming I have a, a wide enough angle view to see that like Jekapup's like standing directly behind the giant shark man.
0: Okay, go ahead and anybody that wants to keep an eye on Jekapup, roll me a perception check versus the 17. I think you rolled.
2: Yeah, my passive is 12, so I'm, I'm gonna say I probably didn't. Yeah,
6: an 18 for me because I would definitely have an eye on Jekapup since he's part of the game for me okay
0: and so that that was probably part of why you weren't as careful with your dice as you could have been as i come back around the hulking back of this
4: large shark man i like look to mom and i like uh put my fingers like across my throat like nope 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 like shaking my head and like uh Doing the signal for like no, nah, don't do that. don't do this shit. He's scared.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so all that happened all at once. So Mako, what would you do? You know, you would just see Jacka pup walking around the front, and you have noticed that at least one of her dice is weighted. What would you do?
3: Uh, I mean, this this, this isn't my first go go-around in some underhanded dice games. You know, when I'm not on the ship, I spend my time in seedy back alley bars. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I'll, I'll just smile. Uh, you got me again. How about another <laughs> round. I'll throw down another gold coin. Okay, well, you guys haven't
0: done the first round yet. This would be before she even threw the dice. Oh, I'll just play stupid. Oh, okay. So then, uh, Hope, you can still use your weighted dice to re-roll one of the biggest numbers. Um, so go ahead and both of you roll 3d6, and then Hope, you re-rolled your lowest one
6: all right that's a 13 for
3: me and mako uh, i also got a 13. Oh. okay wow.
0: so the first round was a tie so both of you pull your three gold pieces back to each other uh what's the next bet gonna be because you said you wanted to go a second round correct mako oh yeah annie up three more six in the pot okay <laughs> oh whoa six in the pot now hope are you gonna put six gold coins down
6: oh i can never back down from that
0: okay Go ahead and would you call her out on the cheating, uh, Mako? No, we'll, we'll see All where right. this goes. Okay, go ahead for round two. We'll have time for one more round, maybe, and then uh, we'll do the druid. That's eleven. Eleven. Okay, Mako. Damn, fourteen. Oh, wow.
3: <laughs> okay, so you're able to pull twelve gold pieces towards you. I'll uh, I'll give her hers back. I'll put mine back. I'll okay. See Tell you what. A little and we'll call it even.
0: You see as these giant teeth stand out in front of you. I'll I'll, I'll proposition
3: my cheek.
6: (laughs) Well, I've never tasted shark before.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, here you go.
6: Gosh, just so you guys know, this character is so hard to play. Oh my gosh, this is so <laughs> funny and terrifying at the same time. <laughs> it is. It's like
0: anti year personality. I love it.
6: Yeah, so I say that, then I go over and I kiss him on the shark cheek.
0: <laughs>
3: Skin's like sandpaper.
0: Yeah. Jack and Pup, are you immediately going to ask what it tastes like? <laughs> I'll just say, Dad.
1: <laughs> oh, gross. Gross.
2: God. God.
5: Okay. I'm I am
2: out. <laughs> oh God, I cast that's my great. fine memory on myself. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, so as all that happens, you see a large uh, wolf-looking individual, but this is not a a typical foresty-type wolf. Um, This wolf has very dark black fur to it, uh, with some daddy shark to (laughs) it. Oh my god, Uh, Virgil. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh god. That That was... That was too good not to say. I can't believe I didn't catch that earlier. Oh,
4: that's hilarious.
0: (laughs) Okay, so um, you see this large black wolf come traipsing up towards the gate, seeing all of you standing there. Uh, It has very thick black fur and some green streaks going throughout it. Um, As it approaches, you see that it begins to shape-shift just a little bit, not... Into a fully humanoid form, but you see a stereotypical werewolf, for lack of a better term, standing in front of you. And through large, unused to speaking jaws, it says, What can I do for you?
2: Hi, are, are, are you Linnell?
0: Yes, that is
1: me.
2: All right, um, oh boy, um, well, we're just we're we're just we're just looking for some information about some people who, you know, have gotten injured injured lately. Maybe gone a little bit missing. Uh, we heard you might be able to tell us a little bit of some, something about it. Uh, is is that sound right?
0: Yes. It's hard to speak in this form, but I don't want to lose it just in case somebody does get abducted. All I can tell you is those in the forest who go off by themselves, tend to disappear, one every three or four nights, and it has been two nights since the last disappearance that we know of.
2: Alright, alright, uh, so you think there might be one tonight, perhaps?
0: Tonight or tomorrow would fit the pattern so far.
2: Alright, any kind of pattern between like the, the victims? Besides being alone at night?
0: Typically, they're the ones that go past the fields into the clo- uh, into the wilderness. Not far enough to go to the half-made lands, but those within a couple hours' walk of the city are usually the ones that disappear.
2: Hmm. All right. All right. Anyone else got questions?
3: Yeah. What is that thing? Yeah. <laughs> you asking the werewolf or are you asking Dave? or Evandrill. Uh, a va- a it's pretty open. Anyone can answer. I'm pointing at it. I've never seen one of these before.
2: I don't know. I don't know either, man. It seems like a wolf, dude. I'm not asking too many questions.
3: <laughs> I am a
0: druid of the Circle of the Hybrid. We take on some of the bestial traits of our wild shape to form a hybrid shape for battle.
4: Hmm. Uh, can I okay. say in Druidic, asking um, do these monsters leave anything unnatural to nature?
0: Ah, uh, let me check my big bad sheet. It appears to be only two cents. Those of the victim and the other scent. It is the same being each time.
2: So it's one thing. It's not like huh, okay. Yep. Alright, well, anyone else?
4: If we go out there... Oh, I'll say this to the uh, weird wolfman and say, uh, So if we go out there together as a
0: group, will we be attacked? Chances are you will not, or you as a group will not. But you yourself, the little monk, or the other young lady with you seem to be the targets that would be abducted the most it doesn't appear to go after those that appear to be wearing
3: obvious armor or magical robes I'm wearing none of those things I volunteer
0: <laughs> you're the biggest and the beefiest of
3: <laughs> possibly dark I tried I tried yes
0: <laughs> shark the other beefy meat <laughs>
4: yeah uh, I'll say um little soft skin gnome poppy yeah
5: <laughs> yeah,
4: you. <laughs> uh, you go in forest now, on your own.
2: It's like two o'clock, dude. We can mm. we, we can wait a couple hours.
4: Oh <laughs> yeah, fully. <laughs> um, as well, uh, I'll uh, I'll go back behind uh, Brixie and then just whisper in an her and tell, say how the thing will only take, uh, in or oh, not innocent, but more. Mm, the weaker looking
0: beings. Like it's very predatory.
5: I mean, I can't disagree with that. I'm very small.
0: Yeah, and those that are turning up, or like I said, they would be farmers, so they wouldn't be wearing armor or anything like that. They'd just be wearing like field work clothes or, um, you know, gatherers that would just be out, you know, because this is summerish time. It would be very warm and hot there, so they aren't wearing their armor and whatnot. They would be. You know, down to just, you know, maybe some greaves or or something over pants, but it, you know, it wouldn't be, you know, heavily armored individuals that are appearing. Mostly, you know, laborers and whatnot. I have an idea, mom.
6: I have a cat on my back. There we go. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry.
4: He would uh, tell you about his ability to do the rope trick spell which he can, like, make an extra-dimensional portal in the air uh, at the top of a piece of rope and says that if someone was to act as bait underneath, then he, um, you could pull the rope up and essentially be invisible in this extra-dimensional space while uh, the bait is there, but still be close enough to actually protect them.
6: pup, that is genius. And I ref- tell everybody else about that
0: Okay, um, would you would you have waited for the druid to leave, or would you have said that with the druid still there?
6: Um, I probably would have said it with the druid still there. Okay, he would say, I
0: I believe an ambush would be your best bet. It does not appear to be able to smell like like us beasts can, or or have extra, extraordinary sight. Uh, it it just appears to sense what is there. So if you are not physically there, it might work. Hmm. Good ambush. Okay, so do you guys want to try and set up an ambush of somebody? What what all would you guys be trying to plan? The druid would, unless you have any other questions, continue his
2: route. Yeah, I think we should lay out one of us to kind of walk some sort of path alone here at night. Kind of on the border, like really on the outskirts here, um, and then yeah, some of us can watch from a distance. I don't know how far away exactly. I can can make myself pretty, pretty scarce, so that so that I can be I've, a little closer. Um, but
4: yeah, I've I've got that rope trick spell. So as long as I have a bit of rope, I could hold like a ten foot piece of rope and cast a spell, and then for the next hour, the rope extends up into a portal which opens to like a. Uh, I'm not exactly sure how big Oh, Are there any bodies of water?
0: Yeah, I'll go ahead and say that there is a uh, probably a not necessarily a natural pond but there would be a fairly deep reservoir type pond type deal nearby. Uh, I'll say probably 20 by 50 and about 10 to 12 feet deep somewhere at the edge of one of the fields that needs to be irrigated. Would, th- would
3: this be, like, in a, in a location where this thing could strike, based on what we heard, or around this area?
0: Yeah, uh, it's basically anywhere within about two hours' walk of the city. So, you guys would be able to see... Um down past the wheat fields there would be, um, because I know it best, let's call it corn. Um, yay Nebraska. So there would be cornfields, um, somewhere there, maize, something along that variety that would need to be, you know, regularly flooded to be irrigated. So, we'll say it's about a 45-minute walk from the city. You would see a shimmering of what appears to be some sort of irrigation pond
3: of some variety down there. Okay. I want to make my way towards that and, uh, post up there for my ambush slash lookout. Okay, do you guys want to try and set up
0: there over by that direction, or where would you guys like to try and set up? So yeah,
3: who exactly
2: best, is going to meet the date? Uh, I volunteer the little one. I'm Poppy or
4: um, Jackapop would be fine with it. Two of you didn't want to put Poppy in the line
2: of fire. Is either one, is either one beefier? Or, I am
5: very small.
4: <laughs> yeah, I have 39 hit points. What?
5: 27.
4: I have 18 constitution.
2: Yeah. Yeah, okay. So maybe, maybe, maybe Jacobo.
5: Yeah, maybe, maybe uh-huh. you instead. Because
2: <laughs> that's a lot.
4: Yeah. Yeah, so you touch a length of rope that is up to 60 feet long. One end of the rope then rises into the air until the whole rope hangs perpendicular to the ground. At the un- upper end of a rope, an invisible entrance opens to an extra dimensional space that lasts until the spell ends, which is an hour. And then you, it can hold up to eight people, or eight medium or smaller creatures up there. And then you can pull the rope up so it's just pretty much a complete invisible space that you can look through. What are you thinking about doing? I mean, I could probably stand underneath the rope trick and then everyone else could leap out <laughs> as this creature comes to kill me, I guess. And then have it close enough to the water where Mako um, could leap out as well.
0: I don't know. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> Jekapup turns into a lounge chair for whoever the bait is. <laughs>
5: <laughs> so he said that it probably wouldn't attack, like, our whole group, but what if we set, like, two people instead of just one? So it's a little bit more protected, but still kind of enticing.
2: Yeah, I don't know if he would attack groups of two. I, like if, you,
3: if you want to post up, like, right by the water, I'm there. Yeah, you, yeah. you would be hiding under
0: the water because you can breathe underwater yeah, as well. Yeah.
2: Yeah, so if we have someone doing like, uh, if we have someone alone doing a walk by the water, we can have one person be really close who's in the water. I can be really close because I can go invisible, and then we can have everyone else just like a short distance away, maybe in a tree line or something.
0: Yeah, you would know that these irrigation ponds have, you know, some fish in them. Uh, not, not a ton, but you know, some of the poorer farmers would probably be out there, you know, fishing up some of the, you know, catfish, other muck-type fish out there, um, you know, for food and whatnot. So, it wouldn't be uncommon for somebody to be out there with a pole or, you know, something like that out there. Jaws!
4: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. My only worry would be that the farm, or the druid said that this thing doesn't detect, or doesn't have very good eyesight or smell, but just detects presence. So, I feel like, uh, potentially being under the water could be a good idea or that extra dimensional space which is essentially a, a, a another plane of existence kind of I'm not sure if that would block it and you, you may be right that uh, invisibility could block its sense
2: yeah I don't know I don't know how it senses things But so yeah we have we have Poppy kind of doing a doing a route in front of the lake and then everyone else is just like a little bit off so that once something happens we can kind of be watching and kind of pick up into action as quick as possible
0: okay so you guys would have um you know after you got done talking to the druid form, plan i would give you guys about um an hour and a half an hour let's let's call it an hour until sundown um to set this ambush completely up so obviously jekapup is doing the rope trick um, and it's going to be by the water with uh, with Mako in there, or what is going on with that? Yeah, by the water I'd say, so we're all coming out at the same point Okay, so Jackapup does the rope chip, Mako uh, rope trick, Mako is in the water and then is everybody else except for Poppy going to hide up in the rope trick portal, or is Jackapup going to be the bait?
5: I think Jackapup was going to do it
0: Sure, I can be tonight All right so you're you're all up in that extra dimensional portal with jackup Pup at the bottom and uh, Mako in the water let's call it with the slope uh, 15 feet
2: away. can I be can I be outside the portal like I don't know on the other side of Mako kind of just like hidden a little bit but I'm also gonna cast invisibility on myself once we once it actually um, passes into nighttime
0: he's actually under the water so uh, if you wanted to be on the other side of the rope trick... Um, yeah, I
2: meant on the other side of the water like opposite to Mako.
0: Oh, so opposite. On land. Okay, so then uh, you would be, and I said I think 20 foot wide, so then you would be about 30 feet away from where the rope trick is hanging down. Okay. Alright, and you cast Invisibility on yourself, you said?
2: Yeah, once, once it starts actually getting dark. And it's seeming like it's going to get close.
0: Okay. How long is that spell duration?
2: Uh, Less than an hour. So I would wait until I think we're getting close to when it would come.
0: Okay. Till the sun is fully set. Yep. Okay. Um, then go ahead and jack up, pup, since you are bait. Uh, roll me a d20 for the first half an hour after sunset.
4: Okay. Uh, knowing how predators work, since I technically am one, I bite my hand so that I am bleeding. I will, yeah, I'll damage myself to try and further show that I am such a weak little baby lizard folk. Okay, just
0: one point of damage is enough. You don't have Okay. <laughs> uh, D20 is a nine. A nine. Okay, the first half an hour or so goes without much of anything. It's pretty darn quiet. Um, you notice that there are, you know, the bugs are starting to chirp and everything like that you may see a deer or some other curd animal you know in the distance on that that right at that twilight getting into darkness. So go ahead for the second half an hour and if nothing comes here then you would need to recast invisibility day or hide in the portal. yeah I'm gonna yeah uh, that was only a six a six so nothing happens again for the second half an hour pretty darn quiet. Mako, you have been sitting there long enough that some of the actual catfish and stuff are getting close enough to you that you know they're they're getting used to your presence. Well, it works out. I'm hungry. <laughs> okay. So, Dave, would you like to recast the spell, or are you gonna climb up?
2: No, I'm not gonna. No, I'm gonna. I'm gonna crawl up into the into the little hiding hole.
0: All right, you crawl up in there. I have to recast that as well. Okay. Yep. You recast it. Everybody falls out. And you recast it, <laughs> and everybody climbs back in. <laughs> All right, go ahead for the third half hour. Nope, oh, dice on the roll. Uh, 17. Okay, that was more than what you needed. It was 15 or higher. So, as you are sitting there, you know, looking around, you know, the blood is kind of clotted a little bit, so you're scratching at the scab to make it bleed a little bit more. Um, you, you get this, like, pull feeling. Like, like, not like you're physically being pulled, but almost as if your attention is being pulled to one direction. And you look up the road a little ways, or dirt path or whatever, between the fields, and you you see this, like, fluttering of bandages, or torn robes, or, or something very fluttery, like a cloak or a cloth, um, just kind of barely in your eye. As, as it moves closer. It would be about uh, 90 feet away. Uh, this would be about an hour after sunset, so it would be dark, but not too dark because uh, there would be moonlight and stars and whatnot, but um, it, not enough to really identify what it is.
4: A bit confused by it. I think I'll pick up a stone or a pebble next to me and use a bonus action to cast Magic Stone and wait until it gets within 60 feet and throw that stone at it okay go ahead and give me a perception. do you have dark vision uh lizard folk I believe so but let me double check yeah
0: I don't remember oh what no I did not okay go ahead and give me a perception check with disadvantage for this first one Uh 16 16 okay that's that's pretty darn good um at, well let me roll stealth I gotta make this VD official I actually have to roll dice oh yeah uh, so you notice like a strange glow Beneath this this fluttering of cloth. Not anything that you can really identify a color to. It's kind of a shifting purple to clear to silver to gray. A very confusing glowing color behind this black cloth. And it approaches another 30 feet. So it would be within about 90 to 60 feet of you. Somewhere in that 30 foot gap. If it it's gets within tell. 60
4: feet, I'll chuck a
0: stone at it. Okay, you've got your eyes locked on it? Oh, yeah. Okay, it approaches again. Go ahead and roll perception. Uh, 21. Yes, very easily. You you are laser-focused thing as it's approaching you, and this glow is, is indescribable as it gets closer. You thought it was kind of a purpley-silvery gray kind of a glow, but now you're seeing tints of reds and deep blues, and it's a very confusing color, and right when it gets within 60 feet, go ahead and throw, and then I'm going to need a Wisdom save.
4: Uh, 12 to hit, and Wisdom is pretty good, a 16 Wisdom
0: save. Okay, that's that's more than what you needed. So the stone goes wide just a little bit, but pops the ground, the, the dirt ground next to you pretty hard, and it lets out a very audible uh, popping noise noises, this dust and, and dirt and whatnot, erupt from the ground where the stone hit, and you felt this really lethargic, calming, sleepy feeling come about you, but you, but you remembered where you were at, what you were doing here, and you snapped out of it. So, what would you like to do? Uh, any last-minute things before we roll initiative? Can I shriek and stomp on the ground? Oh yeah, you start <laughs> you start shrieking, so everybody knows what's going on, everybody roll initiative. Well, ha- how close is it to the water? Uh, the pond would be 50 foot long, 20-ish, 20-25 foot wide, so we'll say that it's um, about 10 feet from the edge of the pond at the far end. So you would be about 40 to 60 feet away from it, unless you were at the far end of the pond and
3: not right next to Jacobite. Well, the reason I ask is because would, if this thing is glowing, and I'm and I'm guarding Jacob up here effectively, would it would it be presumptuous to assume that I noticed it?
0: Oh yeah, if you were looking at it and it hit the sixty foot mark, you would need to make a wisdom save.
3: Oh sh- shoot. Okay. Well, let me do that real quick. I guess. Basically, what I'm getting at is I want to surprise round this thing.
0: Yeah. If you pass the wisdom save, uh, fifteen or higher, then I'll. Let
3: you- okay. Uh, no. We got, a, we got a
0: two. <laughs> you
3: are lost
0: in this glow. You are trying to figure out what it is, what this this color is, what this this sense of pull in and everything is about it. So um you lose a round basically. So you would have disadvantage on initiative and you cannot go this turn. So everybody roll me initiative.
2: Uh yeah, I got a twenty.
5: Got a I 15. got a nineteen.
0: Oh, both of you got a 19.
5: I got a 15.
0: Dardron, 14. Uh,
3: I got that 12, sorry. Okay, yeah, so I'm still going to last. for the 6.
0: <laughs> okay, and then you do lose this first round, um, and you get that saving throw on your next turn. So, um, Evandril, uh, go ahead, and what would you do?
2: Okay, so we pop out of this, uh, this extra dimension, and then we see... Um, what, this old glowy glowy dude, or what?
0: Yeah, it would be about a humanoid shape or a, a human size about 60 foot out, and it's a very strange glowing color inside of this whipping torn black fabric.
4: Would they need okay. to make a
0: saving throw? Oh, uh, yeah, uh, well, it's right at 60 foot for you, so were you standing right below the... R- or a few feet ahead?
4: Uh, I'd say I'd be standing, yeah, pretty close to it, but maybe a bit ahead.
0: Okay, so if you get up to Jekapop, we'll go ahead and say that Jekapop is 10 feet ahead of it. So if you move up more than 10 feet, you will need to make the wisdom save.
2: Okay. Um, so to start off, I'm going to cast... Um, I'm going to cast Hex as a bonus action. All right.
0: And what stat?
2: Um, I'm going to do... Who? Let's do wisdom. Okay. So, so for hex, um, I just deal an extra one d six necrotic whenever I hit it, and then it has disadvantage on ability check. Okay. And that's a bonus action. So then, can I also cast a um, cantrip? Yep. As an action. So I'm gonna cast eldritch blast. Yeah. So that's a that's a that's a twenty four.
0: Yes, that very easily hits.
2: Great. Um, that's a six to hit
0: Okay. Uh, yeah, that, six yep.
2: damage, sorry
0: yep, not a problem
2: and then uh, an extra 1d6, so seven total
0: okay Uh, it, it definitely hits and lights up some of that black fabric and you still can't really see who it is, but, but that glow lit up from within alright, on to Brixie
6: all right, and so we are within 60 feet.
0: Uh, if you move up to uh Jek-a-Pup, you would be. So you have about 10 feet of uh, gray zone where you're not necessarily within 60 feet.
6: Yeah, I'd step up and I will uh, throw one of my cards and cast hold person.
0: Okay, you'll need to make a wisdom saving throw when you step up.
6: Okay. Mm. That's an eight
0: an eight, a lethargic wave of calm and and lethargy, for lack of a better term, overtakes you. So you cannot move or do anything for this turn. Okay. All right, Poppy.
5: Okay. Um, so if I were to move up, would it be a wisdom saving throw against magic?
0: Uh, yes, it is a wisdom saving throw against a controlling effect, a charm type effect.
5: Okay, Um, how far away is it?
0: He is uh, from the very bottom of the portal, about 70 feet.
5: Okay, um, I'm going to move up my full walking speed, um, which is 35 feet, and I assume I have to make a saving throw. Yep. Okay, and then I have advantage on wisdom against magic. Awesome. Um, so that's going to be 16.
0: Yep, one more than you needed, so you are totally fine. You move up the full 35.
5: Awesome. And then with that, I can still do an attack.
0: Correct. Yes, you still have your full action
5: and bonus action. Okay. So I have a dart that I can throw to 60 feet. Awesome. So I'm going to try to hit it with that. (laughs) That's going to be an eight.
0: Okay, that is not quite enough. As you go to throw it, it passes straight through uh where you were wanting it to go Cut. all right so then uh we move on to darker uh i will move up to within the 60 feet
7: um wisdom save that's uh 18 or i need to save okay yep yeah, that makes it okay i'm gonna use my action to cast divine sense is it a fae or sorry is it a celestial fiend or
0: undead it is neither or none of them okay
7: Um, then I will use my movement and my, uh, to move up all the way up and then, uh, action to dash up all the way to it.
0: Okay. Yep. You dash all the way, uh, up to it and you are now standing in front. Now that you're this close, go ahead and, uh, if you have arcana, give me an arcana check. Otherwise, give me a straight perception. All right.
7: This will be perception. That is a nine. A nine.
0: Yes. Okay. Uh, all you see about it is this this very unsettling color of of just shifting and moving. Energy, for lack of a better term, just keeps swirling around, and you think you hear and and see different faces and and hear different voices as you get that close. And the fluttering that you saw around it, that fabric, is basically a torn and tattered black cloak, uh, like a riding cloak that is just fluttering around this this swirl of energy. Okay. All right. So uh, that took your uh, action and your movement. Anything is about? Nope. All right. Uh, We then move on to Jackapop.
4: Okay. Uh, I will run forward 30 feet. Uh, Actually, hear me out here, Bob, before I do that. (laughs) Do I see Mr. Large Sharkman being all placid in the water? Um, would you be looking over at him? I mean, he's the scariest thing I've ever seen in my life probably <laughs> so, very, I've probably be like rude. waiting to see where
3: where the giant savior of our, of the world is. There may or may not be a big fin poking out of the water <laughs> <laughs> Okay, <laughs> I
0: was going to give you disadvantage but a fin poking out of the water I will give you a, uh, a advantage to spot that uh, 22. Yes, you very easily spot that he's not moving, he's just kind of sitting. Alright uh,
4: being pretty upset <laughs> by the fact that he's not doing more things for the, uh, for Up's new tribe, he is going to cast Charm Person upon Mako, or Mako.
0: Oh, to try and counter it?
3: Yes, I suppose so.
0: Yeah, go ahead and re-roll your save then, Mako.
3: Oh no, can I just be charmed?
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I get I, what, what is the wording exactly willing or unwilling or what what's the word exactly for friends being charmed basically just you attempt to charm a humanoid you can stay within range. Would you let Pup charm you or would you not? I, I don't know what your character would do.
3: Well, uh, I feel like I'm between a rock and a hard place here either I keep uh, keep floundering about like a useless turd <laughs> or I or I willingly let him charm me. So My I would, save's
4: I, pretty good, so you can roll against it, and I think you may still have a chance of failing it, so. Okay.
3: I mean, I would, I, I feel useless, like, as, as you know, Mako is, is not happy about this. I had all these plans, right? So, like, I would let it happen yeah. if it means I get a tear into this thing.
0: Okay, what I'll have you do then, Jakobah, uh, go ahead and roll a uh, like a spell casting type roll. We'll, we'll put your magic against its magic. You just have to beat a 15. Okay. Uh, 18. 18, okay, yes. You beat it, so you are now snapped out of it, um, Mako. And now that you are snapped out of it, you won't have to make that same saving throw for another 24 hours.
4: Oh, Jacketbub will me. go to the edge of the water, splash with his little feet in the water, and sort of, uh, yeah, just... Uh, Tantrum up and down and be like pointing <laughs> at the thing, like, get over there. Yeah. Uh, and then will turn around and run towards the uh, the creature.
0: Fantastic. All right. So then it would have been about 15 uh, ish feet to the water. So you would have uh, however much of your movement left. Yep. Cool. Perfect. All, All right. right. On to uh, Mako then. So you have saved on it. So now you get your full turn.
3: All right. So I, s- I snap out of this haze um, and I see this thing. Uh, and I'm just furious, absolutely enraged that I let myself fall prey to such underhanded tactics. Uh, and I'm going to swim at it and just burst out of the water, uh, maw open, uh, just roaring. Uh, I, I am going to rage.
0: Okay, so what is your yes. swim speed then?
3: Uh, 30 feet. Okay, yep,
0: you're able to get right towards the edge of the pool, or edge of the... Um, whatever, not quite to the full end, but you can jump up half... All
3: right, so I, I can I can make it to
0: the thing? Oh, not quite. You would have been, because uh, it was 60 feet away from you exactly at that point, so you can swim for 30 feet, jump out of the pool, and then you'd have 30 feet on land.
3: Okay, uh, I would do that then and dash at it and close into melee. Okay, so then it's, then
0: you and Drar... Dargron, uh, right there up against this strange creature. And you see the exact Actually, same... I'm three feet away. The Divine Sense was an action,
7: so I'd only be 30 feet away. I couldn't dash.
0: Oh, okay, okay. So then you would be right up front, so go ahead and roll me either perception, Mako. Uh,
3: question. Little, I can't remember. To dash is a, is a action, right? That's not my bonus action. Uh, no. Unless your class allows you to do it as a bonus action, and it- Right. Well, with that, um, since I am a Path of the Berserker, I can actually make an attack as a bonus action. So I want to do that. Fantastic.
0: Uh, yeah, you shoulder into this damn thing, and then I'll have you give me or Perception.
3: You got it. Uh, so that would be 22 to hit it. You hit. Okay. And 14 piercing damage as I close my maw around whatever I can get it on. Okay,
0: since you touched it with a natural weapon, Come I need on. another wisdom saving throw, uh, but this one.
3: okay, I actually got a nineteen on that one.
0: You hear the shrieking of a thousand voices in your head, but you are able to release your grip on this this creature and 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 kind of shake your head and back off without going partially insane. But when you bit down, you heard a thousand screaming voices in your head. Go ahead and roll me Arcana with advantage, or uh, straight
3: Perception. Ooh, I'll just go Perception. Okay. Or Religion. Or Religion. Yeah, I got none of those. I'll just Kay. take. I'll just take the seven. Okay,
0: uh, you are just so sh- shaken by those thousands of screaming vo- thousands of screaming voices in your head that all you notice is glowing lights and fluttering fabric and uh, no taste in your mouth that you can speak of. Just, just loud screaming. All right, we move uh, on to the creature. So it is going to go ahead and reach one hand out at you, Mako. I need a wisdom saving throw. Or, uh, excuse me, not wisdom, this one would be dexterity to get out of the way a uh, strange, glowing, hand-like appendage.
3: Okay. Uh, that
0: is a 14. One point short of what you needed. It grabs you with some sort of spectral light, and it does to you... hi ah, I rolled low on this one. Uh, it only does to you nine points of necrotic damage. And you feel your body going a little bit cold, almost. And and you hear those voices again as it reaches out and touches you. And you see that its light grow glows a little bit brighter with a an ocean blue tint on that arm type appendage as it goes up.
3: You said uh, necrotic, not uh, bludgeoning, piercing, or slashing. And necrotic. Oh, okay. <laughs> and,
0: uh, let's see. Oh, uh, then it is going to go ahead cause two actions. It is going to go ahead and let out a piercing shriek. I need everybody that can hear it, which I think is everybody to make me a wisdom saving throw. Fifteen. Yep. If you rolled less than a fifteen, let me know.
6: Can I use a, I want a reaction? Uh, which is my ability, luck of the draw, to add 1d4 to a saving throw.
0: Okay. So who who rolled less than a 15? Me. <laughs> okay. As that shriek cuts through your head, you take an additional... Calm down. I know. Three <laughs> points of psychic damage as these these piercing
3: shrieks cut through your, your mind. All right, don't worry, guys. I'll sponge it and you do the work. <laughs> <laughs> alright,
0: on then to Avendril
2: Alright, uh, you know, don't fix what ain't broken, Elder not sh- <laughs> Okay. <laughs> That's a 23 to hit Yes Okay, I'm gonna do a d10 of damage That's, uh, six points, and then the extra d6 necrotic is going to be four So, uh, ten total
0: alright it hits and it lights up that inner light just a little bit but doesn't seem to change its form or anything like that all, too,
2: all that much Does anything it seem is a bonus to do action? damage at all? Huh? Does it seem to do damage at all?
0: Yeah, it's doing some damage you think um, It would. There that was, was so definitely an
2: impact
0: Yeah, there was definitely an impact but it doesn't seem to be you know, that hurt at this point
2: mm-hmm. Okay I don't have anything as a bonus action. I'm going to stay where I am, probably. All right, Brixie, on to you.
6: All right, so am I still in my sleepy haze thing then?
0: Oh, yep, repeat your saving throw.
6: All right, that's a 10.
0: You are still in your sleepy haze, just looking around. All right, on to Poppy.
5: How far away is this guy from me?
0: Uh, You ran up your full movement speed of 35, so about, let's see, and you were 70 away, so about another 35.
5: Okay, so I'm going to run all the way up to it. Okay. Um, Would I have to make another wisdom saving?
0: No, it's just once you, just one in the course.
5: Okay, so then I'm going to use my quarter staff and try to hit it. Okay. That's going to be a 17?
0: Yes, 17. Oh, no, excuse me. 17 is one point shy of what you need.
5: Okay. okay.
2: Jeez.
5: Um, so then as a bonus action, can I do Flurry of Blows?
0: Yeah, go for it. Cool.
5: That one doesn't hit.
0: Okay, and your second one?
5: Mm, that one also doesn't hit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. As you go to strike at these wispy tendrils of, of whatever it is, just move uh, seamlessly gliding around where you're striking. We then move on to Dargron. I'll move the rest of my movement
7: up to it. Okay. Um, and then as a bonus action i'm going to use my healing light ability so okay. as a goliath I have all these tribal tattoos and there's a gold border around all of them and they glow as i use my healing ability and hot dog uh mo so you get six points of health back my man <laughs> <laughs> and then i'm gonna move so that uh, uh i am on the opposite side of this thing and swing my maul at it. Alright, you would then have flanking. That is a 22 to hit. Yes, that hits. Alright. And that is 11,
0: 14 points of damage. Okay. And, uh, is that a magical weapon by chance? No. <laughs> okay. Not that I'm asking for any reason. And then, uh, Tiana, if you want to, go ahead and reroll all of your attacks, because, um, uh, you would have probably, I'm guessing, set up flanking. Oh, uh, okay. Would, would you have stood right in front of it next to Mako, or would you have moved to the...
5: Um, well, because if it was if it was in combat with Mako, i probably come up behind it.
0: Okay, yep, yeah, then you would have set up flanking. So go ahead and uh, roll all those attacks to see if one hit or more hits.
5: And okay, The first one didn't. The second one didn't and the third one i got a 22.
0: okay that hits so then roll the d4 i think for fury of blows
5: Yep. Yeah. so five
0: all right as your fist or foot hit it go ahead and roll me the wisdom save okay. so that
5: would be 18.
0: okay you hear loud shrieking in your head but you're able to focus past the shrieking and pursue the attack. So you are unhar- unharmed. Alright. Uh, then, Dargron, was there anything else you... Uh, so, like, when I swung, did it actually make... Yeah, it it made contact and it hit, but it didn't do as much as you thought. Okay. Like, it was, it was like hitting a brick wall. Even though it's kind of an incorporeal, you know, wispiness to it, it, it was solid. You could not you know, budget when you hit it. Okay. All right, on to jackpot. All right. Uh, I reach down
4: into my pants, and I pull from my pants a small section of beehive, and I shout <laughs> out, BEES! And I cast <laughs> infestation on it. <laughs> so it needs to make a constitution saving <laughs> throw.
7: Oh my god. <laughs> As
4: bees begin swarming it.
7: It
0: failed. <laughs> <laughs>
4: okay, uh, five points of poison damage if it can be poisoned, um, and then I'm going to expend since that was Oh, no that was an action oh it was an action cool as a bonus action then I will cast a second level healing spirit on the space of Mako. Uh, was so,
0: infest, what uh, was infestation a spell or a class ability? It's a cantrip. Oh, okay, yeah. Then you're good.
4: Yeah. Okay, so uh, this spell has just gotten an errata oh, in that errata. So oh, yeah. So it does 1d6 healing in a five-foot cube. So, Mako, you immediately heal three hit points back, and then every time you start your turn there or enter the the spirit space for the first time, you'll regain 1d6 but it can only work up to five times when
3: I cast it. I like the old version better. Yeah, yeah me too.
0: The Congo Line thing going through it though, <laughs> which I yeah. understand, but is, you know. It's pretty good. Yeah. Okay, anything else uh, for movement or anything, up
4: No, I think I'm 15 feet away now, so I'll just stay there.
0: Okay, Mako, it is on to your turn. You immediately heal back one more hit point
3: excellent um yeah i'm going to attack this thing with reckless abandon uh (laughs) so we'll go for uh two bites uh one one normal bite and then my bonus uh action attack and i'm flanking it right so i get advantage correct okay so it'd be a pair of 19s with the advantage then for the two attacks
0: yep yes
3: Uh, For a total of 18 piercing damage between the two. Okay,
0: and that was natural
3: weapon? Yeah, you know it. All right, go (laughs) ahead and uh, roll. Uh, Got a 14 for the saving throw again. Yep, once
0: again, screams of agony. Pierce your skull and deal to you, ouch, five points of psychic damage this time.
3: Alright, uh, so just wincing, uh, eyes twitching, uh, as I tear into every bit of this thing that I can. Uh, I'm just growing more and more annoyed. Uh, what do I feel in my mouth?
0: Uh, it, you get, yeah, there's no real taste to it, but it is a very, um, it's like trying to take a bite out of fog if fog was, was, had more resistance to it. It's airy and it doesn't have a whole lot of flavor to it but it's 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 very uh I, I guess it's more of a temperature it's more like cold and uh like a mist something like that i, I don't know a good way to describe it
3: mm. All right. if you
0: want to make an arcana check uh you're welcome to arcana or religion
3: you know what what what, what do i gotta lose yeah <laughs> uh and that'll be a 14 as well okay arcana or religion uh, religion.
0: Okay. You're pretty sure that with, you're putting the pieces together and the fact that it, after it touched you, it drew something off of you, you felt like, and that blue of the ocean and it pulled off of you and you hear screaming in your head. You're guessing this is a collection of souls or spirits or something along those lines, but you're not 100% sure what this would be. It's not like a ghost that you've heard of. Okay. All right. Uh, anything else on your turn?
3: Uh, no. At, wait. At, mm, i already used my bonus action. No, that's it.
0: Okay. There are now three of you within five feet of it. Three tendril arms reach out towards each of you. I need uh, all of you to give me a dexterity saving throw, starting with Poppy. 23. Okay. Dargron. Twelve. Twelve? Okay. And Mako? Thirteen. Okay, Mako and Dargron, you are going to take... Oof. That's 14 uh, points of necrotic damage uh, that get drained from both of you, and that sea blue of the ocean... Uh, c- gets pulled off of you again, Mako, and Dargron, that radiant glow like from your tattoos gets pulled from you, and its light grows brighter and brighter. As this happens, I need everybody that's not currently being attacked, uh, so I need Brixie, uh, Jekapup, and Evandril to give me perception checks.
6: Would I actually still be doing that since I haven't broken out of the hate yet?
0: You would be able to see this, yes. Okay. You're just lethargic, not wanting to move or do anything. 21.
2: 13.
6: 18.
0: All right, uh, Hope and Braden, you see that wolf druid form come charging down the road. It looks like it will be here in the next couple of seconds, or in the next, like, 15, or 12 to 15 seconds, so in about two rounds. hmm Okay.
7: Uh, Robert, I use my stone's endurance. Uh, okay. we can do to roll a d12 reduce the bench and so it's a d12 plus con I rolled a 12 plus my con is two so I take zero point damage
2: nice
0: okay good job awesome all right uh, and then it once again it lets out a shrieking howl I need every, uh, wisdom saves everybody everybody that can hear it even if we've already passed yes this is that psychic damage attack from shrieking 13
5: 21
3: sixteen a, a
0: two. <laughs> Alright, anybody that rolled less than a 15, so 14 or less, gets two points of psychic damage. Okay. Alright, we then move on to Evandriel. You see that druid is, uh, no wait, quite high enough, did you? It was just Jakobop. Yeah, I got a 21. Alright, Evandriel, it's up to you.
2: Alright, yeah, um, uh, whew. Oh boy, um, yeah, so I'm gonna do, I'm gonna take out my crossbow and try and shoot a bolt at it.
0: Okay. And if you want to make any kind of check to identify this, I'll let you do that as a bonus act.
2: Yeah, let me do... uh, What would that be? Like, religion or perception, basically?
0: Religion or arcana?
2: Religion or arcana. Okay. Uh, I'll do arcana. That's a nine.
0: A nine? Okay, you're pretty sure that this is definitely some sort of unnatural um, magic... Creature of some variety, but you aren't sure what exactly it is. So you definitely know that this is not a natural being. This is something that has been created, and it is way more powerful than uh, what it should be, basically.
2: Okay. Um, yeah, I guess I'll, I'll try and shoot the crossbow at it still. It's uh, a 24 to hit.
0: Yes, that very easily hits.
2: Okay. That's going to be six points of piercing damage
0: alright and uh, let's see anything for movement or staying back
2: no I'm staying back
0: alright we then move on to Brixie go ahead and repeat your saving
6: oh that's a four.
0: <laughs> Oh no mm. I'm so sorry okay um, then we move on to Poppy if somebody wants to like slap hope or try and charm person her again or something like what she did for you can break her out of it if you would like to
4: I'm concentrating
0: on a healing spirit. Yeah.
3: Slapping is an option. Yeah, Poppy,
0: it is your turn. Sorry.
5: Okay, so I'm going to do exactly what I did last time. I'm going to try to hit it with my quarterstaff. And that won't hit. Um, and then... You do
0: bonus- have advantage. You have advantage on all your attacks, by the way.
5: Okay, then that one is a 21.
0: Yes, so the first strike with the quarterstaff hits.
5: All right. So that's going to be... Seven points of damage.
0: All right, your quarterstaff whistles through the air and makes contact with the side of its form, and it is much more solid than you would think it would.
5: All right, and then I'll do my bonus action flurry of blows. So that's a 19, and the other one doesn't hit.
0: Okay, so then uh, go ahead and roll the damage for that, and then I'll need a wisdom save.
5: Okay, so that's eight points of damage. And that's an eight.
0: Okay, so then you are going to take oof four points of psychic damage as these screams and shrieks rip through your head. Mm. On then to Dargron. Okay, uh, I'm
7: going to, as a bonus action, use my healing light again on Mako. <laughs> so that's four points of health hack. Um, And I'm going to lift up my maul and uh, shout that I will stand my ground and my maul emits a bright light for 20 feet and dim light for 20 feet past that and I cast sacred weapon on it and that will be the end of my turn.
0: All right, as this light cuts through and you can see that it is very hard to look upon Despite the fact that it is a glowing collection of, of colors and of, of lights and everything, the light does not seem to penetrate it. Like, it, it doesn't glow any brighter from your sacred light. It's, it, it's very disturbing to look upon. Mm-hmm. We then move on to... Jacoba.
4: Okay, bonus action I am going to... The healing spirit to I can move the healing spirit as a bonus action up to 30 feet so can I move it in a circular motion catching both Poppy and Dargron in it <laughs> sure why not and then landing it back on Mako
0: sure everybody gets the healing
4: okay so uh, oh no I'm sorry Dargron you get one hit point Poppy you get three and then it is back on top of Mako with one healing charge left uh i will then use my action because charm person does not require concentration so i will turn around and shout mom come on and i'll cast <laughs> charm person on mom
0: all right go ahead then and same thing as last time roll that magic attack uh it's saving throw of 15 yeah i failed Okay, you yell, "Mom!" But it doesn't quite cut through the. <laughs> Thank you, Zero. Um, uh, it's it's the stewy thing. Um, so anyway, uh, it, it, it you see, uh, uh, a hopes like not quite being cut through with, or not cut through. Yeah, uh, she's not quite. Her attention isn't being grabbed because of all of the the shrieking that is going on uh, around you guys. So, Mako, it is now your turn. Okay. <clears throat>
3: you have four hit points. Okay. So, part part of me wants to take out my anchor and attack it, because uh, then I'm not touching it, I guess. But we're not going to do that. We're going to keep biting it. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay,
0: go ahead and roll another attack.
3: Uh, so, with the advantage, it is... A 22, and then bonus attack is an 18. Okay, yep, they would hit. And then 14 piercing for the first bite. Okay. And 8 piercing for the second. So 22 total, I believe.
0: Yep. All right, and then go ahead with wisdom saving.
3: Uh, Yeah. Big 12. All right, you take another three points of psychic damage. I was going to say, we discovered my kryptonite, and that is wisdom saves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like the Dark Knight from Ver... Yep. <laughs> okay. Um, so then, uh, anything else? Uh, no. I'm just going to keep savaging this thing till one of us fucking dies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Jekapup, uh, you
0: notice that that druid is charging even closer, and he will here next round, and he appears to be shape-shifting out of his full wolf form into a hybrid battle form. Cool. And then this creature, once again, there's three of you near it, and it reaches out three tendrils towards you. Everybody give me deck saves. Uh, starting with Poppy again.
5: Nine.
0: Alright. No. Dargron? 16. Okay. And Mako? 15. Okay, that exactly passes. So you guys have taken enough beatings to know when to get out of the way. But Poppy, you are gonna take, oh God. I rolled near max, Poppy. I am so sorry. Uh, that is 16 points of necrotic damage as this thing swells with more and more energy. Oof. <laughs> <Tenfold>. <laughs> yeah. And I need everybody to give me another wisdom Shrieking of souls cuts through your heads. That's what's funny. Hey, nice. anybody? All right, anybody that rolls less than a fifteen takes one point of psychic damage.
3: <laughs> Can we just assume that I'm always taking that? <laughs> I just won't bother.
0: <laughs> oh, that's great. Okay, uh, Evendril.
2: Uh, yeah, so I am... I didn't the with the crossbow last time, did I? Uh, I I
0: think I did.
2: I don't remember. That seemed like it worked.
0: Uh, The crossbow, yeah, it it hit and it did some damage, but it didn't, you know, do a ton of damage.
2: Okay, I'm gonna go back to the Eldritch Blast, honestly. Very Uh, Warlock of you. Yeah, it's on brand. (laughs) Uh, So that's a 19 to hit. Yep, that hits. Okay, and then that's eight points of force damage plus two points of necrotic.
0: Okay, fantastic. All right. Uh anything is a bonus?
2: No, that's all I got.
0: <clears throat> all right. Brixy, repeat your saving throw.
6: Unnatural 20. We're Woo-hoo!
0: good. Fantastic. You are now immune to the for 24 hours. <laughs> all right. So go ahead and make your attacks.
6: Sweet. All right. Um I'm going to throw one of my cards at it. Ooh, that is a 22
0: fantastic hits
6: and i'm actually going to use my double down ability which means i roll again and if i hit i do uh twice the damage and if i don't hit again then i only do one point okay that's an eight no No. (laughs) it does not do one point of damage and i use my bonus action to draw another card
0: okay (laughs) all right we are then on to poppy
5: Alright, um gonna do the staff again. And that is twenty-four to hit.
0: Yep, that hits.
5: Okay, so that's gonna be nine points of damage.
0: Alright, and Furia blows again or are you ending
5: Uh Fury of Blows. Alright. Um One of those does not hit the other one is So Five points of damage.
0: All right, and since you you touched it physically, give me the wisdom save.
5: That's going to be a 9 again.
0: All right, you take 3 points of psychic damage as the screams cut through your skull.
5: Yeah, I'm down to 4 hit points. if somebody Uh-oh. or can help me out? <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <laughs> All
0: right. We then move on to Dargron. Uh, bonus action,
7: I'm going... My tattoos will light up again, and I'm going to cast pet on it. Okay. Uh, and then I'm going to smash it with Magical Maul now. And it <laughs> Okay. Uh, that is a... Let's see. 22 to hit? Yes, that hits. Alrighty. And I'm going to burn another spell and uh, Divine Smite this. No nice. nice. getting mad at it. So that is nine. That's 12 points from the mall. That's magical damage. Okay. The hex is two points of necrotic damage. Okay. And the smite is uh 12 points of radiant damage.
0: Okay. Not too shabby. It is now at bloody. Nice. Wait, uh, what? Jack of Puppets, your turn Bonus action,
4: I will run forward Oh, sorry, I'll run forward towards the monster first And then Um. I'm going to shout to Poppy, um, you're so strong And I will healing with For (laughs) five hit points I will then use my action To wild shape
0: Into a gorilla Oh my goodness, okay Fantastic That's my turn Okay, Uh, we then move on to Uh Mako! Oh, real quick, Robert. Uh, with yes. the hex, I get like, to choose an ability. Uh, I'm oh, choosing yeah.
3: Dexterity.
0: Okay. Uh, marking that down, because I will forget. Okay. All right. We then move on to Mako.
3: All right. Well, I mean, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, I guess. Chomp, <laughs> chomp, chomp. Not that that isn't broken with taking psychic damage, but, you know. I mean, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a simple shark, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so with the advantage, that's a 19 and a 22, respectively, to hit it. Okay. Well, that's with both attacks. I just get both out of the way. And then that is double 12s for damage, so 24 piercing damage total between the two bites. And then, uh, yeah, give it to me. That is a full six points of psychic damage. Uh, Feels good. (laughs)
0: that's that that's that uh migraine headache you know pop a couple of leave or something so uh we then move on to the druid finally appears and he howls out in bestial rage plowing into this creature trying to grapple so that is a 12 versus the creatures that's a d12 not a d20 Versus the creature's 10. So it is grappled. So this big were-creature, uh, or werewolf-looking creature, wraps its claws around this thing, and you can see that it is pulsing with light and energy, and it takes the psychic damage. Yeah, it definitely takes the psychic damage with that roll. Um, and so it howls out in, in fury and rage. Run or banish it while you can! This is not something that you or I would be able to take on without great numbers to help us. Run while you can. All right, on to the creature. It's going to make then four attacks: one against the druid and three against Jahl. So go ahead and give me uh, deck saves, uh, starting with Poppy again. I'm I'm in the mix of it now as well as a gorilla. Okay, then five attacks. So
4: go
5: ahead. Twenty-three.
0: Twenty. Sixteen. 21 here. Oh, wow. So everybody except for the disadvantaged druid got out of the way as these tendrils lash about and drain some of the druid's magic and life energy from him.
3: Yeah, let, let him get a taste.
0: Yes, and it bolsters some of the strength of the creature once again. We then move on to Evandril. Oh, oh wait, okay. let's have a shriek. Sorry, everybody's got to give me the wisdom save. Oh, great. Less than 15, and you take four points of damage. 19. All right. We then move on to Evandrill.
2: Yep. So I'm already 70 feet away from it. So I, I, you know, I'm going to wait till they decide whether to run or not and just take an Eldritch Blast. (laughs) Okay. Well, that's an eight. So never mind.
0: Okay. We then move on to uh, Brixie.
6: Okay. I throw a card at it. All right. That is a seven.
0: It nearly hits, but at the last moment, with the thrashing of the large druid on it, dodges enough out of the way that it misses. Okay, uh, we're on to Poppy.
5: Um, have we decided if we're running away or not?
0: (laughs) Nobody said anything definitively, but anybody can scream for a retreat. Talking is a free action. (laughs) I'm an ape, so
4: I go, (laughs) (laughs)
5: <laughs> <laughs> oh god Okay Well until anybody says that I'm just gonna keep fighting Um so I'm gonna use my core staff Um An 18
0: Yep yeah, that hits
5: Kay. So that's gonna be 10 points of damage
0: Alright and then are you gonna Punch it or uh what are you gonna be Doing?
5: Yeah I'm gonna do the unarmed Strike
0: No <laughs> you have no room to talk.
5: <laughs> That's a nine.
0: Okay. It uh, does not quite hit, and give me the wisdom save.
5: Um, 21.
0: Okay, you passed. You've finally gotten used to finally. the shrieks of the damned.
5: <laughs> I understand now.
0: <laughs> exactly. All right. Dargron, your turn.
7: All righty. I will uh smash it with my glowy hammer. <laughs> okay. Sorry. All the pictures off the chat. <laughs> oh. 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 Not 20. Okay. Nice. Damn. Um, oh, I have to defy and smite this. This is too good. No joke. Okay. Um, the mall. Five. Six times two. So 12. 15 for the mall. <laughs> okay. Um. Then the hex is five, so 10 points for of necrotic. Okay. And then the divine smite, five, eight,
0: eight times two, 16 for the re-damage. Fantastic. It is now back down to below bloody. All right. Cause it kept healing and now it's back down. So then uh, anything else? Um, nope. All right. Yep. We move on to Jacob.
4: Okay. Uh thinking that perhaps bailing is a good idea i will i do have my intelligence luckily ape form so i am going to pick up the one that seems the most injured who would that be probably poppy at this point right probably (laughs) yeah if i run if, if gorilla runs up to you will you allow to allow the gorilla to pick you up
5: Probably, yeah. Would, small, would you have
4: much fun.
0: choice? You're two-foot something. <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, so I grab I grabbed the, the tiny little gnome, and I run away with it in my arms. <laughs> I will dash.
0: Okay, you dash away. Uh, you will take
4: one... <laughs> zero. yeah.
0: Sorry. <laughs> uh, does a 15 hit? Uh, against the ape? Uh, yes. Okay, you will take... uh, You take 14 points of necrotic damage. I'm still up. Okay. Uh, (laughs) I put Poppy down, uh,
4: say, 45 feet away, and then I'll run 15 feet back.
0: Okay. Uh, We then move on to uh, Mako. Yeah. If Uh, you want to disengage as an action, you can, and you won't take any damage,
3: but... I don't want to, <laughs> if I'm being completely honest here, but uh, I feel like I should. Okay. Right. So I'll disengage, and then I'm going to make for the, uh, you said the, the, the ponds or whatever goes on for quite a ways away from it, too? I'm going to jump in there. Yep, you can run about, uh, it would basically be your full movement speed, because you swam 30
0: feet and ran 30, so you would have to run 30 to get back.
3: Yeah, you got it. See you. All
0: right. Alright, you get right to the edge of that pond type thing there.
3: I'm gonna shout, run away.
0: No joke. Alright. Back on to the druid and the creature. The druid then all of a sudden begins to shape shift again into a massive creature. This would be something uh, not like a, a giant ape or or anything along those lines. This would be a strange mutant looking creature if if there was a man bear pig uh, some some sort of strange <laughs> hybrid giant creature to fully envelop this um it, it he does and he shrieks out once again to run as he envelops this creature and you can see that because of how big he is fully enveloping uh this creature it, he's being drawn from like you wouldn't believe this his life energy is just being drained away at an exponential rate. We then move on to, uh, everybody that can hear it needs to give me a wisdom save. 15 or lower takes two points of psychic damage. Screaming of the souls. 21. All right, we then move on to Avandril. Uh, so he's
2: completely covering it or?
0: Mostly, he he transformed into a large but on the upside side of a large creature. So, rather than, you know, just grappling with him, he's pretty much got, you know, arms completely wrapped around restraining him.
2: So, if I were to fire an Eldritch Blast, that would have higher AC for him?
0: Uh, no. His AC would be less, because he's still a creature, um, so if you missed your shot, it would hit him.
2: Okay. Uh, and, and if running, they're not past me, right? They're still making their way this, this way?
0: yeah pretty much uh harambe there just threw poppy uh at you guys
2: and (laughs) uh (laughs) yeah i'll just take a i'll just take a shot at it okay so oof! i'm glad i but i didn't miss that one that's a 23 to hit
0: (laughs) yes that hits go ahead and roll damage against
2: okay so that's going to be uh two points of force damage and two points of necrotic damage
0: All right, he's still doing pretty darn well. He's gaining in strength again. Tom. All right, we then move on to Brixie, unless you have anything else. Nope, that's it for me. All right, Alright.
6: All right, I'm going, since they're not at where Evangel and I are yet, I'll make an attack as well. That is a 17.
0: Yes, uh, no, 17 does not quite hit. Go ahead and roll your damage uh, against the Druid.
6: Oh, okay.
0: And that's, was, it, was it your cards you were throwing your cards again? Yes. Okay, yep, 17 would miss the big creature, but it would hit the druid's AC. All
6: right, he did four points of damage.
0: All right, a card slashes into the pel- of the druid and a thin line of blood uh, trickles down. All right, anything else, uh, Brixie? Brixie,
6: Uh I just use my bonus action to draw a card.
0: All right on to poppy at this point all of you guys are basically disengaged if you guys to drop out of initiative and run you guys can i feel like that's a good idea okay if everybody's all right if everybody's okay with that we break initiative and uh you run back towards the town it's about a 45 minute walk so if you guys book it we'll call it about a 20 minute run
2: yep that sounds about right
0: All right, you're all booking it up that way, Uh, you know, splitting up between Jekapup and Poppy on the uh, Baby Bjorn, but you guys (laughs) are uh, able to make it back, and uh, looking over your shoulder, you see the druid is just holding that thing back as long as it can, and after probably a good five or six minutes, um, you see him release this creature, transforming into a great owl, And flapping off into the sky towards the city to catch up with you guys pretty much right when you guys get to the gate. You see that glowing disappears into the fields around uh, this area until it's far enough away that you can no longer see the glowing. All right. So you guys make it back. Uh, What would you guys like to do? Would you immediately address the druid who is landing very beaten to hell? Or would you guys, you know, dash into the city instead?
3: Oh, immediately? What is that thing,
0: man?
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> he he shifts back into his full humanoid form, which is that of a Fearbulg as well, and he, he speaks to you. He says, I do not know what that creature is specifically, but I know of it. That creature is, I believe, what is being called the Soul Drinker. There is a group that is trying to kill off the gods of this world and they believe that this creature, the Soul Drinker, is their key to stealing the power of the gods and taking it for themselves. They have been trying to to capture it or recruit it to their cause.
3: Yeah, you know, I, they, they might be onto something. <laughs> yeah. It's
0: <into> <laughs> I, I fear that if I was left to my own, I would not have made it out of there. It was only because you guys distracted it that I was able to to hold it back from stealing the life of another. It has yet to be stopped, so with any luck, it will be another three days before it attacks again.
3: Yeah, no, for sure. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs>
0: he he definitely thanks you, but he is wrecked. I mean, you guys, he is at the health point level as you guys currently are, and he is vastly more powerful to start. So, he he definitely got wrecked as well. Um, so, he encourages you guys to meet back with Vance and get your payment um, before retiring for the evening, but should you guys decide to investigate this further or want to to you know, aid in the investigation or or whatever else. He encourages you to check back with the Naturalist Guild um, in the morning or uh, after a day or two to recover. And he will personally help you guys. You know, figure out what is going on, and will will you know pay you guys directly for any help that you do give.
3: I have an idea. If we can lure it into the port, right? You guys know what a broadside is, huh? <laughs> No. No? (laughs) Well, Biden does. Jacob doesn't. You know, you just just line it up with all your cannons on the ship. Just blow the hell out of this thing. (laughs) Pretty good idea. I, I think so. It seems to be able
0: to sense the souls or the life force around individuals and will not show up if there are more than one or possibly two in the area.
3: Airships. (laughs) <laughs> yes.
0: orbital bombardment
3: yeah, that's right <laughs> <laughs> all right
0: so then do you guys head back to Vance at the point all right you guys head back to Vance uh, all six gold pieces except for um, uh, Mako who gets eight and you all have one favor point within your guild uh, I still need to make up what all the universal favors and stuff are but basically you can spend those to get different perks Um within the uh, guilds and the houses uh, to benefit yourself in different ways. They can also be exchanged for gear and other things like that later on. Uh, So, yes. So that is what you guys currently have. Uh, For experience points, even though you didn't take down the big baddie, um, I'm using a mix of milestone and of uh, combat and role playing and whatnot to get the experience points. So go ahead and write down on your sheets for right now. 200 experience points is what you each earn.
3: With those favor points, back to that whole orbital bombardment thing, what's the cost? <laughs> you have to have seven kills in a
2: row, or we'll fly
3: out. And,
1: uh... <laughs> it no. like that,
2: don't that exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys very, very much for fun. Oh.
6: Oh. Robert, do we want to just uh, drop off the bust? Oh,
0: yeah, you guys walk up to the uh, giant house, beaten and bloodied. Give it to the servant at the front door, who asks no questions, uh, uh, tips you five copper pieces, and uh, takes the bust into the house. <laughs> All right. So then we will go ahead and end, for- and everybody can head back to their respective lodging places. Thank you very much. Yes, thank you guys very very much. So everybody, go ahead and say
1: goodbye. Bye. 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 Thank you for joining us for this episode of Journey into the Voidlands. If you would like to know more about us, visit our website at theadventuringguild.com and there you will find all the different links to our social medias, our Discord, our Patreon, and everything else. So thank you once again, and we hope to see you next time.